You're listening to the Frame 100 Podcast, a show by Brick Filmers for Brick Filmers. And welcome to the Frame 100 Podcast, the show scarier than actually working on your brick film. You're listening to episode 16 of the show. I'm Chris, known as Goldbrick Productions, here with Trevor, aka Suited Engineered Studios. I feel like that uh, that opening statement was an attack on my own personal well-being. It uh, was, but continue. Sam, aka Locker Seventy Four Productions. Trev, that one hundred that one hundred percent was an attack on you. Just so you know. I, I know. I know. And Marcus, aka Brick Hat Studios. Ho ho ho! Merry Christmas! Wait, that's the wrong. That's the wrong holiday. Wrong holiday. Wrong holiday, man. You... Okay. Also, nobody introduces hey, Chris. Marcus, he had so, one job. So, so I'm gonna introduce Chris. We also have Chris. I, I, I literally just introduced myself he, he earlier. introduced himself. What? <laughs> I always open up with, I'm but, Chris, but, known as Goldberg Productions, but, but no, here but no, with... Nobody, nobody gets to introduce you. you. You have to introduce yourself. It's, it's like, isn't that tiring? You know, to be fully honest here, so this just feels like I'm okay, just seeing that, that I'm, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have even... No, let, let, have let, even. let me have this. So I shouldn't even Everybody asks, how is Chris? On the podcast. But nobody asks, why is Chris? Exactly. So I walk in and I say the same script every time, and I have to make the funny something at the beginning. And and Jared isn't here to give his sweet, wonderful words. And yeah, I miss that guy. I wonder what he's here. doing right now. Watching and scary movies on Instagram. Now. We should get moving. Probably that shameless hack. I thought he was doing like adult things, like taxes and insurance or something. Nah, he, he dude, they're not funny. Trust me, movies with his fiance. Trust uh, me, nobody wants to be doing taxes or insurance. He's so special. I I hate doing them, and I barely have to do them. But that's that's what you're supposed to do as a as an adult. Yeah, doesn't mean you don't want, we we want to do it. Trev, you have no idea. Speaking what it's of like. scary things like taxes and insurance. I have a, I have a, uh, uh, an inkling of one, but sure. <laughs> Oof. So, well, speaking of scary things like uh, taxes and insurance, brick films. Whoop whoop! Wow, that was great. Actually, it was pretty good. Yeah, uh, I mean, this is 10 out of 10. You, you hit the nail on the head with that one, which is. Well, kind of this is our staple. Dis- disappointing. Welcome to the Frame One Hundred Podcast. Terrible segues. Four days. Exactly. Oh my. All right. Well, <laughs> time to move on because boo. Boo. So last week we discussed a recent contest filled with uh, fright and fear, shall we say? But this time around, I'd like to open up the scope and just talk about spooky, scary brick films that shiver down your spine or that just <laughs> spooky, scary skeletons. Oh wow! Kind kind of funny you mentioned that song specifically because that ties into uh, one of the films I wanted to highlight here. Do it to it, large Ooh, which one with this perfect Is segue. It... <laughs> if anybody in the comments can figure out what movie that's from, I'll shout you out. Anyway, uh, uh, good luck not getting a shout out, um, <laughs> or good luck not having to shout anybody out. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we have here the cavern. Track. We have here the cavern dweller by Lots of Toast, uh, a Halloween brick film, uh, which is always a personal favorite of mine. I, I love going back to this one uh, during the Halloween season. Um, Toast, we we miss you and your your animation endeavors. We know you've been doing so much art, but we we miss the animation, sir. 
I need him back. My son, he's gone. Uh, <laughs> You're taking I, this well. Yep. I love this film so much. It's so simple. It's it's concise. Uh, you know, it, it's it's got some great like set. Um, the, the there's so much scope to all the sets within it. Um, despite the fact that like the sets are the most bare bones sets I've ever seen in a film. Like the BTS that he shared on Twitter, I believe, was just so cool. Um, because literally, what you see in frame is all that was built for the actual film, and it's just so well. Well, it's done. like less than forty bricks total, I think. Which is crazy. Like, yeah, it's just an amalgamation of slope pieces and a base plate mm-hmm. and a singular light. Well, and the mini couple lights, yeah, yeah. But it's just uh, I love it, and and the and the punchline at the end is just it's perfect. It's it's an evergreen meme that will never die. <laughs> Which I'm going to take that for a second before we uh, discuss more films. Because we, we sort of touched on this the last episode. I don't feel like we really got to run f- far with it. But when it comes down to spooky brick films, just to use the general term. <laughs> how, how far can you go scary and how far can you go comedic? I mean, I think we've seen the comedic side um plenty of times like i i feel like when most people think of brick filming uh or just i guess lego in general lego films in general your immediate reaction is comedy anyways um so i think we've seen that side plenty uh in terms of scary well no promises but you'll 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 probably be seeing some of that soon for me (laughs) yeah soon no promises, oh, right? Drug, no problem. Lego Hidden Side Moon's Haunted confirmed! No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I could have gone a more cliched route, but we all know how that ends up. Exactly. No, nobody is. Nobody has any fun, myself especially. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've noticed this about quite a few different brick films where... I feel like the term spooky these days doesn't mean something scary or frightening, but it sort of just means that general playful atmosphere revolving around spookiness. Like spooky, scary skeletons. They're not scary at all. It's kind of a fun charm to it. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of adopted the idea of spooky being a thing for, say, The Cavern Dweller, uh, for Frankenstein, Spudson's film. That's another one that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, a Deal to Die for Two Free Sandwiches. The worst horror film I've ever seen. Gosh. I think it's better than the original, The best horror satire, sir. I wish that one could get wiped from the face of the earth, man. Ugh. Disgusting. Get my password and you can try. (laughs) (laughs) Trev, you are the reason I have two-factor authentication on my account. Wow. Just to be safe. Wow. You're, you're, You're so kind, sir. Man. Yes, I'm so kind to future me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But see, I think Frankenstein is another really good example. I'd like to uh, bring up that one next year. It's very much so, I feel like it falls that spooky category. The light is kind of colorful with some neon greens and purples and reds. Uh, the sound design is impeccable. Like, I know he's cooking up a monster, but it actually sounds delicious. I don't know how that even works. <laughs> and of course, there's a little like humor sting right at the end within the last, say, 20 seconds or so. I think this is another good example alongside Cavern Dweller that sort of captures that sort of spooky atmosphere mm-hmm. as opposed to being straight up horror, thriller, or scary. 
Yeah. Again, well, I, again, I want to see people dive more into the spooky side of things. Make me jump out my skin, but well, well, well like that's some yeah, it's, it's not that's not spooky though. That's scary. Scary, scary is where you jump out your skin. Spooky is where you have a sort of whimsy to elements that I guess would classically be considered scary. Chris. Like skeletons, Frankenstein's monster, vampires, locking yourself out of your apartment in the middle of the night and you're wearing a towel. <laughs> am, I, am I scared that I can relate to that? Yes. <laughs> I think we need to have a chat after this podcast. And it wasn't in the middle of the night, but uh, at, at, we're just going to shift from, away from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Sam, what, what were you going to say? What's your favorite? What, what do you uh, want to talk about right now? I would say mine is an older one, and it was featured very... Uh, very much in Penta's studio history video. It was the scary thriller director's cut that was made for a contest for uh, Lego. And it was made in... God, I gotta go... I gotta go look. I don't even know when it was made. It was like early 2000s. So well, people can refer to Penta's video to find mm. out the date. Yeah. Go watch that. <laughs> it's actually after... really good. But... This was the video that made me make uh, a, a bump in the night. Bump in the night? I still have a... There's a variation between the titles. Um, it made me do it just because <laughs> it looked interesting. And I know there's two versions. And it's the only... It's the only one I know of where there's two different versions of it because Lego didn't like the first version. The first version, the one we're talking about, has a more creepy ending. Whereas the second version that Lego wanted had it ended with a dance party. So, and mm, yeah it's just uh, yes. the animation like every nothing's really brick built everything's built from like models or like um clay and but the only thing that's really Cardboard built and is paper the car and i think frankenstein's lab everything else isn't lego but it's lego figures. the front door is too the front door to the castle is as well oh yeah oh and that was cool whenever the 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 skeletons come through the door it looks like the door is actually breaking like he has it built with I think it's like one by four uh, tile, brown tile, and yeah. it's just it's, it's a great little it's it's a great little reference to um, uh, the George A. Romero. Yeah. Uh, why am but, I blanking on the title of the movie? Uh, Night of Living Dead. Night of Living Dead. That's right. Yeah. But <laughs> it's just it's really well and it it like I said the first time I watched it like was in Penta's video and I went and hunted it hunted down and found it. And it just, it instantly captured me. It was, you could tell it was definitely very kid-friendly, but it was still kind of creepy. And it's a shame mm -hmm. that Lego made them cut it down to just some funny dance party. It, it's just really, it's, it is, yeah. It, it's really well done. I'll, after, when this releases, I'll post a link to it, because it's just super good. Super well done. Um... Yeah, it, it. I think it's like the it oldest to, one we're talking about. I think is it? it Probably. Yeah. So that's my pick. I would dare I've, say so. I've I've got another one, but that one can can we'll go another. We won't go round round robin, but there's two I want to talk about. But we can talk about another one first if we want. Well, the thing is, I'm pretty sure that Brick Film was made to promote the studio's line of. Horror, or I guess classic horror sets. Yeah, yeah. Universal there were three Studios of them. horror related stuff. Yeah. 
Was he Universal Studios? Because I think uh, it was just general horror. Because it was... It, well, it's not... It wasn't specifically to um, market for Universal Studios, but, like, Universal Studios classic monsters. It's, like, all yeah. based on that sort of stuff. It yeah. was all... It was based around the studios. I mean, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> the studio sets, but they started leaning towards more uh, classic... Like Trev said, more classic monster. So, I yeah. think it was used to promote that. I think it yeah. was for Universal... Because they own all the rights to like Dracula and Frankenstein, all that stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's what it was used for. And it's, Not quite sure. it's super well done. I mean, I said that before, but yeah. yeah, it was really, it was just cool that it was made with just the studio's camera. And there's a whole thing behind the whole studio's camera, but just. Oh, yes. Yeah, again, Penta's video has say, a great little, uh, go, great little go. explanation of all that stuff. <laughs> Go give a little gander to to Penta's history video. It is, in, as Wonderful. they say in Spanish, very good. Penta de goat. He is. <laughs> yes, he, he is, is indeed. So somebody else go. I talked enough. You have. <laughs> All right. Marcus, um, what about you, sir? My favorite horror brick film, right? I, I guess yeah, like uh, one of your favorites because we're we're going to be talking about multiple here, so. Throw so out whichever one you want to talk two. about. Cool. The classic. You gotta go for a uh, fancy pants ho- clone Halloween. Give oh me my the candy. gosh! Yes, <laughs> that one. That was a classic. Give me the candy. That's like <laughs> the best. When did they wow, like Cartman in here? That's, that's a like, throwback. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Respect my daughter. Especially with the Thriller song, I was like. My God, he's just like overplaying the thriller song, and it's great. <laughs> I love then, that film. I guess my other favorite, and I think I watched it recently. It might have been the Dak entry. I don't remember quite well. I actually don't remember the title for some odd reason because I literally spent five minutes searching for it. But it's uh, what? It's what the one where that? like they're doing a heist, and then there's a mummy or something. Oh, Gary's oh, yes. uh, recent uh, brawl yes. film. Yes. Uh, oh, it's a brawl yeah. entry. Oh, it's a brawl entry. Yes. Oh gosh, I'm oh, blanking on the title of it now myself. Uh, I'm gonna go find it right now. I know Quick. exactly what you're thinking of. Quick, but, Chris, uh... Godspeed. <laughs> Google go, faster. Go, go, go! All right, brawl 2020. <laughs> Hashtag brawl 2020. Brawl 2020 entries. Why am I narrating this as we're going? But it's yeah, I agree. Like that night one is guard. actually the night guard. That's right. Yes. You had me by like 10 seconds. <laughs> got him. Yes. My search history. Gotta love it. But yeah, no, I enjoyed Night Guard a lot because, like, it actually was the first, like, Lego brick film to give you a jump scare. Hmm. I was like, oh, crap, that was out of nowhere. So, yeah. Oh, gosh. That was in my two. I'm remembering now, what was the film of mine that scared Jerry? Oh, it was my Thack film. That's right. My my Thack film from uh, two years ago. Um, which, Did he of get course... scared when he get when the dudes just hit him with the, with the stick? Well, no. Um, yeah, like when the guy, uh, when there's the two guys like in the control room, uh, when the monster like escapes out of like the, the, or like oh, escapes like, like escapes from behind the glass. Yeah, he like jumps out at like the two people that are in the control room, and Jared told me that like that legitimately spooked him, and I was like, "Hey, that was the intent." There we go. So I guess I realized I have actually made a horror film before. I I just it just wasn't called a deal to die for. <laughs> yeah, it's just not the one that we want. <laughs> yeah, what was it was called? Um, 
uh, Specimen C. Um, oh, yeah. Out, oh, yes, out, I Outbreak, I think, was the name your, of it. Your Thack video? Um, my Thack video from years ago, yeah. Um, well, two years ago, right? I'm, I'm yeah, two years. I'm myself right now. Yeah, two years. Specimen yeah, C Outbreak, 2019. that's right. The one where I won 10th place, not trying to flex, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Weird flex. I can flex too, Trev, but I'm not going to. Oh, wow. With what muscle? Ooh. Sam's more swole than you are. Just embrace it. That's true. It's true. Chris, what about you, sir? Give us another film. Should we get back to brick films? Uh, Let me think. I kind of brought up Frankenstein earlier, which is a good one. I'm trying to think of like more spooky ones, because I feel like it's a fun thread to run down. Um, shoot. We, I was looking at a playlist earlier. We had a plan, I guys. I promise we had a plan. Yeah. <laughs> what? Nah. I think Did I think listeners know by now that we never have a plan. By having a plan, true. it means we have no plan. I tell them multiple yes. times. Let's just well, wing d- it and know. We have to go hard. Well, I mean, hang on. If, if Trev gets to reference Specimen C, do I get to reference my Hidden Side film? Yeah, I guess you can. Technically, it's, a, it's supposed to be scary. It is Hidden yeah. Side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, how do I open this up a little bit more? I've noticed there are a lot of Hidden Side films, but a lot of them tend to be kind of more campy, goofy, and don't really take on the aspect that it's, well, ghosts. I know there's uh, one... Actually, here, watch this. I'll just type in Hidden Side... Lego, the search bar, see what pops up. Okay, well, the mini-sodes don't count. But I noticed <laughs> that they have a lot of these, like, uh, for lack of a better word, Hickoxian films. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a lot where of films like, that are, like, in that weird gray area there. Yeah. Yeah, where, you know the style I'm talking about where, you know, it's the same wa- uh, walk cycles that exist in two axes of movement. Very simple uh, plot plot structure mm-hmm. virtually no dialogue uh very bright and not a lot of vfx work and stuff which is kind of a shame because i feel like hidden side is a treasure trove for spooky brick films i know uh jumbo gauge and i were talking a while ago after we did my first hidden side film and we wanted to do a second one but unfortunately the wave kind of being canceled the momentum's kind of dying so we might just find a way to crank out one and kind of maybe poke a little bit of fun at the fact that hidden side's up I know the one joke we wanted to do is the old NASA moons haunted joke that's been circling on Tumblr forever. I thought that this was my pedigree here, Chris. Well, see, here's the thing. I said you should just take this idea and run with it, but you never did. He's like, I want to finish my horror film. And then, I and then do have other things on my plate currently. I'm sorry that I have a life. <laughs> we didn't well, tell you to I'm make. Sorry. We didn't tell you to take 18 credit hours. Oh, here's the thing, Trevor. You're not supposed to have a life. You're supposed to have brick films. Dude, I do. They're just That's how they're, they're, I roll. They're taking a while to get done, all right? Get, cut, 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 cut me some slack, please. I bet no. you. No. Okay, here. I just, Everything I gotta hurts. do this because you flaxed that I'm gonna flex. I managed to finish my master's dissertation and still crank out like nine brick films this year. Bruh. It can be done. Bruh. It can I was be able done. to. Procrastinate on Ace Brickman and you weren't a part of this months. conversation, Sam. Screw off. I'm inviting Sam in. I'm roping Sam in. Now. No, that's not allowed. You can't virtually do that. I work a full time job. I've just been. I have a dog. I have a mortgage. I have insurance, and I still managed to pump out three animations this year. 
plus four. I'm hoping in Marcus now. Things work out. Because Marcus is working on a film too. I I actually have been procrastinating on that film for like the past month. I should really finish it tomorrow. (laughs) See, I I am not the only one. I am not the only one. I'm roping Marcus out of this conversation because he's hurting my point. (laughs) You are not the only one procrastinating, sir. I have been working on Ace Brickman since January, and every time I get something new, I'm like, I want to do a Blade Runner film, and I'm like, I need to finish Ace Brickman, though. So, I, yeah, I built a little uh, tiny uh, Blade Runner bot. Okay. You fool. You well, fool. confession time, then. I got the Bob Randy episode 6 script. I've had multiple people, di- uh, different people ask me about how it's going. I'm still kind of just in the slow writer's block, and I procrastinated on that to make an Among Us film. So I guess shameless hack. I don't have a whole lot of time. Actually, hey, I got hack. two. I got twenty five hundred views on that in a couple days. Okay, we did this. Pretty good this was right an else. opening for you to gloat. All right, Chris, we're we're moving on. All you right? started this. Getting you back into this. horror film. I think the scariest thing about this whole episode is that little that little tangent we just went on. Um, but getting us back on track, I want to talk about if if Chris was going to talk about Hidden Side, which I would argue is my favorite spooky lego theme i'm glad um, it's my gone. second favorite i said it i hate you so much my second favorite and a very a, a very classic one i think to all of us uh monster fighters love those mm, yes. sets so much oh, such yeah. a cool line of sets such a cool line of sets it gave us one of the best uh modular buildings to date being the haunted house um not the one that was just released this year that's based on the adventures theme but the one that was based on Monster Fighters with Dracula and, and Frankenstein and stuff. Adventures um, <laughs> was better. <laughs> All right, whatever. Uh, so the film I want to talk about is uh, back when Mo- Monster Fighters was a thing, Lego was making a lot of films. Uh, a lot of not only stop motion films, but like just 3D animated films and just a bunch of like films in general to kind of like promote the whole series. Uh, but there's one that always sticks out in my mind, which is the Lego Rebrick which I know Marcus and I were reminiscing about that earlier, because that's that's a name that we haven't heard in a long time. Um, but it was the Lego Rebrick Halloween competition, Monster Fighters Party Crashers, um, which is a, a film that consists of pretty much all of the main characters from the Monster Fighter series uh, converging on Lord Vampire uh, in his uh final hours. Wait, his name was Lord Vampire? Are you serious? Yeah, Lord Vampire. You didn't you don't remember Dracula? that? No, it was Lord Vampire. It was Lord Vampire. Vampire spelled with, with a, a y. y because we're we're edgy over here in, in Lego territory. <laughs> um, but I love that film because it's it's another one that's like it's got all that it's it's very kooky, but like it, it takes a lot from you know very classic uh, horror tropes and stuff. Um, I just I miss that theme. That theme in general was was really really cool. I think you see a lot of that like the DNA in that in Hidden Side nowadays. Um, but I think, uh, what is it? I think Monster Fighters had a lot of uh, really cool stuff going for it. It's a shame that LEGO didn't really continue with it any longer than they did. Well, it's funny because according to LEGO, this video was made by Digital Wizards. Oh, uh, well, that Wait, makes sense. seriously? That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm reading it right here on the YouTube description. Well, because I know Chris Salaces, he also did um, a film for Monster Fighters that was like featured by them pretty prominently. Um of course, I'm blanking on the name of it right now, but it was like a, I think it was a costume. Yeah, it was a costume party or costume contest. Um, and 
I, I can't remember the name of that one, but I will have to look for that uh, as we speak. <laughs> and I'm blanking on the name of that as well. You know, for some odd reason, I thought Scooby-Doo came out first before Monster Fighters, but I was wrong. Scooby-Doo came out in 2015. Ah, yeah. That's another one. And yeah, I'm like, yo, Scooby. man, you can't, oh, you can't yeah. be Scooby-Doo. But then I'm like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> Got my facts wrong? So You did, in yeah. fact. Talking about Scooby-Doo, I actually wrote a script back in college for Ace Brick or uh, not Ace Brickman. Wow, it's Supernatural meets the Scooby Doo Gang, and I oh, wrote it. Wow. And I actually almost did it, and then Supernatural announced that they were doing a crossover with Scooby Doo, and I was like, "Nah, not gonna finish it." <laughs> nah. So I re like I rewrote well, to be it. Fair, there have been I rewrote it into like an actual Supernatural episode, and. It, I just, I couldn't finish it. I was like, I, ha I had the characters all built, I had the set built, I had the car, and then I was like, I should probably work on my senior project, so I started working on Ace Brickman, it just never happened. <laughs> I stole the script the somewhere. <laughs> but, it was, Scooby-Doo. You gotta hate it when school gets in the, the one, way of whatever you wanted to do. <laughs> the one thing I didn't like about the Scooby-Doo theme, and I'm gonna take this over real quick, you had to pay Buku cash to get all four characters. Five characters? Uh, five, yeah. Well, yeah five characters. Scooby is a character, Shaggy yeah. and Scooby, yep. You had to pay Buku cash to get all of them. You could get a hundred Scoobies Buku. and Shaggies, but you could oh, not... Yeah. But you, you had to spend at least 200 bucks to get all figures. And I thought, I, I don't like that practice that Lego does, but... It's, I mean, they still do it, and it still well, works for them. Hang on, <laughs> what what sets did you have to get? Because I know you had to get the mystery machine for Fred. Yes. Yeah. Which then, that's still that's still a great set. Like I think that's uh, one of the coolest, like and most faithful Lego recreations of like a, a, a any IP or property or whatever. It's so cool. Well, hang on, actually. So you got you got the mystery machine, which gave you Fred. And Shaggy and Scooby, of course. And then the Haunted Lighthouse, which gave you Velma and Daphne. So you only had to cough out about 80 bucks to get both of those. Both of them, yeah. And granted, with Aftermarket now, it's impossible to give up on your dreams and go live under a bridge. But at the time, it wasn't too bad. <laughs> Still, it's just a lot. And yeah. I just, I like the, I, I agree, I did like the series, but I never got any, never, I never really got any of the, the sets, unfortunately. Same with Monster Hunters. I never got Monster Hunter sets either. I mean, Monster Fighters. Monster Fighters, whatever. <laughs> potato, potato. I have to correct you when you're down. Also, I found the, the name of the, the Mini Life film. It was uh, Lego Halloween Special. The Spook Contest. Um, Ooh. <laughs> wow. Oh, that was great, Marcus. Speaking of mini life, Spookiest I'm remembering how um, uh, the the first year that I decided not to go out and trick or treat. Um, last year, wow, yeah, you're funny. <laughs> it would have been like three. F I thought that was funny, but whatever. Jeez, all right. It, it would have been like four or five years ago. I'm thinking at this point. Um, it, I mean, regardless, it was the year that uh, he was that Chris was releasing. Um, the end of the season four arc, I believe, with the X team. Uh, I remember that the final episode premiered Halloween night. Um, and that was just like, I, I, I kind of partially skipped out because I was like, "Ooh, I want to watch this as soon as I possibly can. 
Um, but yeah, that was just a, I was just remembering that, like, cause that's crazy. Cause that was years ago now. Um, I, I miss mini life, but <laughs> I know Chris is very busy, uh, with working on lots of cool stuff to continue that series. So I'm can I, I am, it. yes. Can I clear the air real quick? I have never watched You're about Mini to throw... TV. Oh my well, god. Well, no matter who you are or who you want to be, you're, you're all, all welcome, welcome here at Mini Life TV. Life TV. Like, I follow him on Twitter. On different parts I'm subscribed to him. I just, I never sat down and actually watched an episode. And I feel bad. But again, it's like, I don't know if it's just because it never interests me, but nothing against the guy who made it. That's impressive. But I just wasn't like... Sounds like sounds I like mean, we're uh, we're firing two people of the uh, Frame One Hundred podcast. Okay, here's my yeah, Sam has opened himself up for left. a dumpster fire. I of said two. Com- I what said if I two. a bomb fire? Trev, what have I ever closed myself to a dumpster fire? I'm always a dumpster fire. Have you seen my Twitter? Anyway. Yes, and I for one can't wait. I'm sorry to see you. Die. Hang on, hang on. I'm getting a call here. Ring, ring. Hello. Ninjago Fun Facts, how are you doing? <laughs> Ninjago wow. Fun Fact of the Day, Marcus had also not watched the uh, Mini Life TV as well. Oh my god, y'all, okay. y'all oh, well, you two enjoy. have homework. You two have homework. I'm literally the last host I actually standing. did watch like, the first y'all episode. Got fired. I got no I homework. I didn't watch the first episode, but then that was it. Um, <laughs> what was I, I was going to say something. I will say. And I think, okay, I know what I, I got my train of thought back. Uh, I think the reason I didn't watch mini life tv was because i didn't discover the animation community until i was like 17 so i wasn't super into mini life tv i was just like yeah this looks cool but i mean i think it's like that would have been the perfect age to really go into it because it exactly. definitely does not come across as a kid's show it's it's pretty mature at parts oh i know but mm-hmm. i think it's i think um, what I see um, it as, for none of it, no offense to you guys, it's a nostalgia thing. I think. It's, I, that is partially it. I just not, didn't. Well, I guess, so, kind of. Like, I just didn't grow up. I just didn't watch it as, uh, you know, when it was first coming out. And there's a lot of things I regret about when I was that age. But. I, don't we <laughs> I all? think we all kind of regret <laughs> stuff from that age. Especially myself, because that was only... Yeah. Three years ago. Ah, uh, yes, so, you are youngin'. <laughs> anyway. I am yeah. youngin'. Mini Life TV, never watched. I probably need to start watching it. To, to Chris... You have homework, sir. I know. You to have Chris, if you're, if you're watching this, I sincerely apologize. I like your tweets, but I just haven't watched the show. Don't hate me because you ain't me. It's okay, I forgive you. I don't hate you. I forgive you. Oh, sorry. Okay, that This man too. is going to get publicly shamed, <laughs> and I, for one... Can't wait to watch all of it. I mean, I will Trev, say this to way. be fair, you made a tweet today about people about wanting to watch classic monster movies, and you didn't even think people were going to respond back with a deal to die for. I don't know why you made that tweet because <laughs> what you do you mean? It up. I, I that was the first thing I anticipated. Honestly, you opened a can before... of worms for that. And my man, you were the only one who took advantage. My man, Nick Douglas. Responded back. I am so proud of you. I'm drinking yes. a beer and I'm clinking to you right now. Wow! Like Nick Douglas is now my favorite right, honorary Frame 100 host. Nick Douglas, my man. Nick is our man. My man. 
before a single host can say a thing. Mm-hmm. Nick swoops in on Joe's tweet with, a deal to die for. Ah, that dude's amazing. Yeah. Okay. I will say this, though, Sam. Okay. It was only about a year, maybe a year and a half ago, where I actually sat down and watched all of Mini Life TV. I only saw, like, one episode maybe when it came around, so... For me, it really wasn't nostalgia, but it definitely holds up pretty well. Oh, it holds up I think, incredibly uh, well. Like, it, yeah, I think the, you the might enjoy show it. Great. First, yeah, first few episodes, are, like they're, they're a bit uh, rough in places because mm-hmm. just you know you're starting off the animation. But honestly, I think you'd really enjoy it if you gave it a shot. So there's my motivation. Buddy duo comedy really, sort of sort of yeah. thing. I so. think. I, I think and I will. When we I just, interview Chris and Ian. Here's yeah, the thing: you, you I, definitely will after this point in time well, because everyone's not going to let you hold up without watching it. You know what, Trev? <laughs> Things happen. You're not going to be able to walk you five feet on. outside once all this this pandemic stuff is over before somebody comes up to you and says, "Hey, hey, Sam, hey, Sam, have you watched Mini Light TV yet?" To which you respond, "No," and then you'll get publicly shamed for it again. Here's the thing, though. I'm also publicly shamed because <laughs> I didn't like uh, Spider Verse, so I'm yeah, not, it's so... not like it's it's not like I'm not used to it. I'm pretty sure I'm hated in the animation but, community. All anyway, in all, I so. think I think this episode has just <laughs> proved the fact that Sam is a heathen. Let us move on. Um, actually, speaking <laughs> speaking speaking to the point of uh, Mini Light TV, I'm remembering now. So. I explained this story before, but back when I started watching my first couple brick films, like ever, uh, the second episode of Mini Life TV was the second brick film that I can recollect having watched. Um, the one before that, which is kind of crazy to think about, is a film called Lego Ghost Train, which is, wouldn't you know it, an actual legitimate lego stop motion horror film and if that doesn't speak what's the word uh if that doesn't speak to complete irony of the situation that i'm currently in right now i don't know what does (gasps) there's a ghost train in a deal to die for you cracked the code guys wow i hate you so much i already know how it's gonna end yeah. Satan's gonna Nick show Douglas up. Nick Douglas was the key all along. Like, somebody dies unexpectedly, and Satan's gonna be like, "Sup, fam? You want to bring him back to life?" And be like, so "Yeah, sure." And then, it's, and then the dad comes what? back all evil and and stuff. And then they're like, "Oh, well, can we take him back?" Nah, no returns. And then that's where it ends. <laughs> I don't right like there. that you're wasting our time with this because we've all talked about this before. Oh, I know. I just like yeah, bringing it up because I don't. Where's the ghost you. train, though? You're very unfunny. Where's the ghost sir? train? Dude, that's my entire stick. I'm very unfunny. So, with this Ghost Train video, it's it's funny because I go back to it and it actually is what, like we were talking about earlier, um, with horror films kind of, or with, I guess, Lego films being able to strike kind of like into that horror, uh, going, going a bit more beyond spooky, um, tapping into that horror side. This film has such a good, um, aesthetic to it. It's got, like, Part of it is because the lighting is just so god-awful. Uh, but it really does lend a lot to the atmosphere uh, within the film. Because it's this creepy, you know, like, it's it's one of those classic, like, um, train attractions where you're just going, like, you're, you're sitting in a car going through a haunted house and, um, you know, just experiencing all these things jumping out at you and whatever. Um and it's just like, yeah, I, I, I just remember the aesthetics of that film are so cool. 
And again, it's crazy to think that that's kind of like where I got my start when it came to watching brick films, quote unquote. And now here we are. It's poetic irony that I'm here attempting to make a horror film when I started my journey watching one. That is that is where I will speak my piece. Attempting. He'll end his journey not releasing one. Exactly. Oh. Wow. To be fair, okay, Trev, I got to give you the benefit of the doubt. You're probably. Finished. I don't need. I don't need your benefit of the doubt. No, I'm no, gonna no. Finish it before Ace Brickman three. Yes, I no, know that's exactly what you were gonna no, say. I was gonna say. I I'm perfectly fine. You you all think that I'm taking this hard? No, no, I'm perfectly fine. I'm doing, I'm doing just great over here. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not like you know freaking out or anything. It's 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 going just great. It's going just wonderful. Peachy I was, keen. I was. I am say, doing gonna melt down. absolutely great. Never been better at any point in my life until now. Thank you very much. I'm going to go take a nap because, oh my god, I might pass out. Easy killer. What I was <sighs> going to say was I will give you the benefit of the doubt. I cannot make any adult I don't need you to patronize jokes. me, Sam. I don't need you to patronize me. Do you want the compliment? Five. Do you want the compliment? No. no? Alright, I don't need anything suck. from you. Fight, 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 fight. Let them fight. Gosh, Let I didn't, them fight. I didn't think this was going to turn into moral combat. I hope your son becomes a furry. Fatality. <laughs> Finish him. I said what I said. Jeez. <laughs> all right, get us back on track here, Chris. This I'm is, okay. Sure. This has right. got to be the worst episode well, here, we've ever recorded. Note, I will say a tangent of sorts. No, can I? After Sam, I was gonna say I'm <laughs> yeah, gonna go talk about a film and then I'll stop. But go ahead. I want to talk about. You stopped a long time ago. Why is this all this? Why are you so aggressive toward me? I have done nothing this podcast. I wonder. Continue, I have done nothing sir. this podcast. I have done Continue. nothing. Continue. I mean, it ain't exactly an Agatha Christie novel here. Uh, our fan, our our listeners are really gonna. Okay, love this Hercule Poirot. <laughs> all right. I want to talk about Doctor Grimm's foul this formula. This is the worst bit we've ever tried. To yes, do. that is a good one. Trev, you're ruining my moment. You step on my moment, I'm gonna kick you from the call. Anyway, Dr. Grimm's Foul Formula. It's a really good brick film. It was made by, oh god, who was it made by? Uh, Animation Base One. And I think it was made for oh. Fright and Fear, maybe. Yeah, it was. But it's really it good. It's, it's, it's good animation. It's got some comedy in it. So basically, what it is, is a scientist makes this uh a thing like it's a it's like a potion that can bring it basically it's reanimator but not reanimator so it's uh it's a like he makes this agent and then he puts a skeleton into it and then the skeleton comes back to life and he goes trick-or-treating for the for the evil scientist and the animation in it is really good it's really the the bubbling is cool um, the lighting is really cool. I like. I don't know if he's using black light to make all the green glow, or if he's using brick stuff. I can't tell. But it's just it's, and then the ending is really good too. I'm I'm pretty happy with it. I don't know if anybody else watched it, but I did. I quite liked it. I think uh, my only little compl- complaint about it. I mean, it's fine, big uh, deal. But the way it was written. Like, you find out why he created the monster. 
and it's kind of a f- uh, that's a comedic spooky angle that we've been talking about. But I felt like it went on a little too long after that. Like it should just cut with that joke and called it good. But then honestly, like that's just a minor thing. The visuals are great. The lighting's fantastic. Yeah. And this guy does look like he's a more recent animator. Like he's fairly new to the art in the community. But man, he manages to like step out with a a good foot forward. So I, I quite enjoy it, and I kind of hope he'll be doing some more stuff because he's got some talent. I'm still kind of curious if he used a black light. I feel like he did, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Like to make I'm pretty sure he did. Like to make some of those uh those fluorescent greens glow. I can't tell if it was a black light or if it was like a a light through the bottom. You know what I mean? I remember well, watching this cannot... film back when it released, and I'm trying to... I do believe it's just a very bright light uh, okay. that he's using. I don't I don't think it's black light, because it would be a lot a lot shinier. There wouldn't be yeah. as much like light spilling off from it, too. 10 out of 10, um, that would literally hurt your eyes. Yeah. By a lot. Exactly. So I don't think anybody would use that. I, yeah, I think it's one actually thing... LEDs. I think it's like an LED strip, because I have LED strips that illuminate the Lego on my shelf. If I turn it to like a blue or a purple, and I shine it on some of my uh, Avenger sets, like with the AIM agents and all their transparent green parts, those kind of glow. Kind of like a couple of the displays you saw at Brick Fair. So I don't think you specifically need a black light. You just need an LED light on the blue-purple end. Yeah, but I think that's what he did. I know just, one of the things I like the most about the film is the uh, the voice acting. Voice acting yeah. is really, really, really fun. It's very comical. Um, I, I always love me some like very comedic, uh, over the top voice acting. It's always always a treat. A I, trick or treat. I kind of the ending I really liked. I know Chris said you could have ended it, but I think it was really good to end on like the the sharing note. I don't. I think I don't know. I feel like I like that. I agree. I agree if, with Chris. If you wanted to end it to make it funnier, you could have ended it right there. But I feel like at the end, the, the kind of the the scientist sharing with the skeleton the candy. I kind of like that. I thought that was really, I don't know, heartwarming. I don't know. I'm a big old I'm a big old baby when it comes to that stuff. But I really liked. You I liked are the a ending. big old baby. Yeah. I, I just need diapers. I feel like that works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so I know if I was in his case, I would have the scene where they're eating the candy. Like that, that would be the scene in the background where my credits are rolling. Oh, okay. So you kind of end with the last impression like that. But, but like for the sake of the story, I feel like that's where the joke reaches climax. I mean, hey, I didn't write it, yeah. so I only I only get so much say on the matter. I guess everyone's a critic. All right, <laughs> all right. Either way, whoa, that's <laughs> either way. Really good job. Uh, was it? What did I say? Animation basic one. Animation base one. Really good job. Proud of you. We'll put you. We'll put all the videos we talked about in the description of the YouTube video, so people can yes. go and find out what we talked about. But I really, I think those are the only two I really had to talk about. I can't think of anything. Yeah, else. I've I've gotten all of mine out of the way. I mean, I think. Yeah. A given is to talk about Darkmoor. Um, I think we we've we've spoken our piece about that film plenty in the past. Yeah. Um, an- another really good uh, horror film to talk about from uh, Annoying Noises Productions would be We the Pumpkins Three. Um, that's another one that I think is uh, really good at kind of balancing that spook to comedy factor. Um, some great uh, some great script writing in that. Um, some awesome lighting and, and atmosphere in that one as well. Um, 
You know what? Yeah. I actually haven't seen it. Wow. Yeah, your your list is probably just as long as my move, like just in general movie watching list. Well, um, to be fair, <laughs> your brick yeah. film, Chris Sam's brick filming list to my cinematic movie. Well, list. okay. Here's my defense for everybody Sitting that hates me. Here, here's say. my defense for people that hate me. When I come home, I literally <laughs> turn on TV or I play PlayStation. I never get on my laptop unless I'm animating. When I'm at work, I play YouTube videos in the background while I'm working. But I just do like not like mind-numbing uh like place like gaming com- commentaries or movie scenes. If I do an animation, I have to sit down and watch it. Mm. I just don't do that very often. I'm not really on YouTube as much to watch animations. And I feel like that's something I'm trying to change. But I just haven't been super active. So yeah, if you, you guys if you guys have an animation mm. and I haven't seen it, I apologize. Don't hate me. It's because Sam hates you. Don't hate me, but <laughs> Sam wants I'm not your mom, mad. so you can do whatever you want. <laughs> I'm not your dad either. Yep. Ask him for the Ace Brickman Dr. Scar crossover. Exactly. Oh, oh don't do that, because I will make it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, you better now. Rose Killer was Hans. I mean, technically, I've been waiting over two years for that. What if, what if Dr. Scar can actually solve the mystery in like three seconds of entering the world? Like, yeah, it's this guy. Well, like, he what? knows the script, so. <laughs> I, hmm. I. So you guys, oh. you guys want me to spoil? Yeah, you written you, out you guys the want me to spoil script. Ace Brickman for you? Save it. The, save it. The for no, no. The Rose no, Killer no. literally cut the podcast. No. Right the Rose save it Killer. For another day, Sam. Is Doctor Scar. Okay, whatever. Hey, Chris, let's jump into our I next give topic. Up. Let's jump into I our next topic. I am unsubscribing right now. I've had it up to here Boom. with Sam. I'm, I'm done. I'm done for the day. I need him out. Man, there we go. <laughs> I can leave. I don't even care about episode three anymore. You do, you do your own CGI. Mm. Okay. I'm kidding. But like, Sam, I get that. Like, we're, we all get really busy around this time of year. I know for me personally, like, the school gets crazy. Uh, we're ta- talking already about the Christmas collabs. It's going to get crazier. Oh and God! I, I'm staring at this uh, this Halo Master Chief helmet that I'm trying to make for Spookyween, and uh, that's been occupying a lot of time. Don't you mean Spooktober? That is that's what we're doing. Whatever. After all, Spookmas. I don't care. Spookmas. Spooktober. Spooktoberfest. <laughs> I anything will work. Spook. Spookentine's Day. Spookentine's Day. That's spook my favorite. Spookentine's Day. Spook and Spookentine's Day. I mean, either one works. Although, uh, that's. Honestly, I really don't care about Halloween. I think the aesthetic is kind of like it's kind of cheesy, and I really don't care much. About You're cheesy. Candy. Your face is cheesy. Yes. But the one thing this I really pizza do like I've got is, is cheesy. I. Yo, I. The one yeah, thing I yeah, I'm not like sharing. Why would I share? Halloween Y'all don't deserve it. <laughs> is that it gives me an excuse to just wear whatever I want. Exactly. And my old roommate and I, we did that a whole lot. So if you've if you watch my Brick Fair vlog, I know you guys met him. Chase and I, we'd always try to like either coordinate our costumes or go to the same event and wor- work on costumes together. And so one year, I went as Green Arrow and he went as Flash. And that was right around the time of the first like Green Arrow and Flash crossover on the CW. So that was a ton of fun. And I know that the one time we did party, he did the Black Power Ranger and then I did Daredevil from season one. And let me tell you, I could not see a thing the entire party. But it was a ton of fun. <laughs> Hey, so it was in good taste, right? You're you're being accurate to the character. 
Pretty much, yeah. So what I did was I got like this piece of black cloth from Joanne's that I could kind of see through, like enough to not like bump into people. But if you asked me to like read a sign or something, I'd just be like, Justice is blind, or you know, whatever it was. What are we, Batman now? Shoot, that's next year. <laughs> this year, I am probably going to go as either Indiana Jones, because I have a fedora, or Jim Coach. I don't have the mustache this year, but I might just go as a Jim Coach. Anyway, get a headband or something. Oh, uh, we, we need to bring back the gym coach Sam memes. Yes, <laughs> Oh, sir. dude, I will make one just for you guys. I will take a picture just for you. Please, oh, I'm going yes. as gym coach. Yes. Like I said, you have Please plenty of time it. to grow the stash out. You, you've got this, man. You've got this. No. Yeah. Um, That's pretty good. I can't grow a mustache. You're, you're going to be fine. Yes, you can. Um, I know for me, uh, yeah, like I, I did trick-or-treating and stuff up until I was like 15-ish. Um, so I, I I haven't done it for a number of years. Um, I always love dressing up. Uh, I think some people saw it on Twitter. I dressed up as Peter B. Parker last year um, for Halloween. That was a riot doing that Dude, around. Dude, you, you actually nailed that. I did. Like, I lit- And the best part is I cobbled that whole costume together the night before i initially was just like i'm gonna be spider-man because i bought you know like the big onesie suit and was just gonna do that and then people i started talking to some people and i realized like oh i have a jacket it's not a trench coat but it's the same color it works it looks similar um my roommate had like a, a boot i could use and i had like one of my own shoes that i thought matched like the mismatched shoes um and then I had another uh, another friend who had some sweatpants uh, and that were like the exact same style and color, um, and so he let me borrow those too. Um, and yeah, I ended up being able to put that costume together really, really well. <laughs> um, and then, like I said last week, um, I was planning on doing Tintin from the Adventures of Tintin comics uh, this year. I was gonna go the whole nine yards, get the actual haircut spray my hair the the orange color and everything um but i don't know if that's gonna happen anymore just because i don't think i have a reason to go out this year um but i'm just trying to think what are some of the other costumes i've done in years past i know i i, I was i was dash one year How we from know? The Incredibles. <laughs> um so, i think the last time i also did trick-or-treating was like when i was 14 like freshman year of high school yeah <laughs> Yeah, I will say I miss just it just just, just just to get candy because like, I just like getting candy. <gasps> oh my god, that reminds me of this actually. So oh great, we got yeah, that one. this. This is what I wanted to do—just a bunch of fun, stupid Halloween stories. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 because you reminded me. So like, I actually made a Halloween brick film actually. Oh, yeah, I just completely forgot about it too now, but it's on like. One of my very, very old YouTube channels. Ah. We got some yeah, we so, got some prehistoric so was, Marcus Foon stuff here. Yeah, so basically, um I was at my friends and we were gonna like give candy out to scare a bunch of kids and stuff like that in our dark horror costumes. But I was sitting down in this basement editing a video and it was like the Halloween video. Mm-hmm. And then his my friend's dad was looking at me like, "Whoa, what is this kid doing?" And then I'm like, "I'm like, yo, Ramon, what's the password to your Wi-Fi?" And then I started <laughs> uploading, uploading that video. It was great. 
Okay, we we gotta go find this after the no, cast. No, you would never find it. Um, okay, well you got to give it to you, us so we don't try. You and doubt my determination, sir. I was able to find a girl like, that Trev was coach. talking to. They're on Instagram. I can find anything. Oh wow, yeah. I mean, at least I have one to talk to. That is true. Ooh. I am lonely as as all. Got him. I'll get out. Got him. Oh, Thanks for reminding right. me, Trev. Below. I'm gonna sit here in self pity now. Thank you. That's good. That's the lonely was the gym coach. That was the point. We got Chris as Master Chief. We got Trev as maybe Tintin. Maybe. Marcus, you gotta find an excuse, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> what, for a Halloween costume? Yeah, just run around in costume. So, I'll, okay. Who's gonna probably stop you? COVID. Oh. <laughs> but then nobody's gonna want to be near you. <laughs> that's the exactly. point. That's the point. That's Chris. Actually, okay, this. this you just man walk up to the front door of any house. You know, they, they've got like the bowl of candy there and they just they scream. They throw the bowl at you and tell you to go run like to go away, and then you just end up having all the candy. It's perfect. See, Trev <laughs> understands. I I know these the, things. The we're we're connected like that, Marcus. It must <laughs> be like a it must be a Virginian thing. I guess. Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Okay, I'm remembering I... now two 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 funny deep cuts from uh just like Halloween related stuff with me. So now this is a deep deep cut and i don't for the life of me know why i dressed up as this character for halloween but there was a show that used to be run is this your brony on... phase again no what <laughs> i hate you i hate you okay mr unicorn onesie um so hey i wear it with pride i look okay. good in that onesie okay. um but yeah so there was a show that used to be run on food network it was called Good Eats, and it was hosted by a guy, a very famous chef named Alton Brown. Um, and there was a character that he did, I think, for like Halloween, like seasonal specific episodes, called the Waffle Nader. Basically, it was just a dude wearing like a bunch of like like black clothes, a black cape, and everything, and he had like a W on his forehead that was uh, not an L, a W on his forehead that was uh, made, it looked like it was made out of a waffle. Um, See and I going, actually and dressed up as that one year. I know I have pictures somewhere, not on my phone or anything, but if I ever find those before Halloween comes and goes this year, I might just post those to Twitter. Um, <laughs> Dude, the perfect meme right but, there. Perfect meme. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to I guess it. that's just, that's just got to be the trend with all of us. We've just got to, you know, make uh memes of all of us costumed because we've got jared in like the nasa helmet that didn't fit him we've got chris with all of the future chris and the unicorn stuff we got sam with the gym coach uh we're just waiting on marcus at this point oh all wait, we did okay. was stuff you in a trunk that's it before it... <laughs> that's it Bef... that was pretty significant before, eh, it wasn't before we up, move on to the thought-provoking question i want to tell a story about me being a gym coach in college so oh god I was, I went as a gym coach in, in college. I think it was my senior year. I had a mustache and I was in a fraternity and we were at a party and I was coaching people to play uh, a game. So I was like walking back and forth. I was hiking up my pants, walking back and forth. I was, I was spitting <laughs> all the time. I had a clipboard and I call a huddle and I like everybody get in and they, you know, I draw like patterns to do games and stuff like that. And then whenever they'd be playing and one of them missed, like missed something and I went, I'm going to have to add a dragon frame. And Frank went, son of a bitch. And I broke, my, I broke my clipboard over my knee and threw it to the ground. 
and then I got like you know that uh, that gum, that chewing gum, the the big league chewing gum. Big league chew, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took a piece of it out and I put it in my lip, like I was like I was chewing, and then I started chewing it. And I was walking back and forth, and I was spitting. And it got to the point, one of the guys in my fraternity had to ask me to leave because I was getting way too into it and I was scaring people away. Do I have I'm, my re- The story alone was scaring me away. Do I have regrets? <laughs> no. Was it funny? Yes. And I would do it again. But now I'm 24. Uh, 100 Halloween party when? Oh. Well, that'll put a dampener on your plans. Yeah. Don't, don't grow up, kids. Anyway, Marcus, hit us with a thought-provoking question. All right, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, the thought-provoking question of the week is, what's the scariest slash most horrifying thing that has happened to you in life? Dude, that's deep. I really like this question. Oh my gosh, I have a wonderful story for it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh so I, I actually Trev is just sitting in total darkness right now, and he has a flashlight up to his face, the, saying the, that so. Creepily. Yeah, I'm recording this uh, in 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 perfect horror fashion. The 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 lights in the room I'm in right now are wait, wait, before, sensor, and it's since be, I'm just sitting here. Before Trev goes, they're not on. Before Trev goes, I have a question. Do we want like real things that scared us, or just like funny things that scared us? Because I got a real one, I mean, and I don't I know think if I want to talk can be about both. it. Nightmares would apply, I assume. What? It can be both. Your choice. All right. Hmm. Um, it can be funny. Okay. Trev, hmm. you go. Okay. So, um, funny enough, it was actually while I was, uh, you know, at the university I'm at. Um, it was when I was here for a summer camp. Uh, there was a night where it was, it was midnight. Uh, I had to use the bathroom. I had to go number two. So I went to go use the bathroom, and I'm sitting on the toilet. TMI. Trying to be not as TMI with this, but it, it trust me, it's it's important and integral to the story. I've told the story many a time. Um, so I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden I see out from behind the trash can that's sitting across from me next to the sink, a cockroach. Now, our university here... I had heard prior to going to this camp had a bad problem with roaches. And so I was like, okay, there's a roach here. That's wonderful. Um, I hope it goes away. I, I think as long as I don't move, I should be okay. They're, they're like T-Rexes, right? You know, they, if, if you don't move, they won't see you. Um, so... They also eat lawyers. <laughs> so, so I'm sitting there and I see it like it comes out, it like pokes its head out. And it's looking at the door, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, perfect. It probably, I'm, I'm assuming it just, it wants to get out. Makes sense. Um, and he goes back, like, behind the trash can. And I was like, all right, that's good. He, he's gone. I don't have to deal with him anymore. That's uh, wonderful. Um, within 15 seconds of when it poked its head out, he comes out again. But this time, he was looking at me. And so that's when I got a little worried and I was like, oh my God, it's going to charge at me. And so I, I sat there, I, I, you know, I clenched up a bit Gross. and then boom, that thing came right for me. I saw it like rear its hind legs up and it came right at me. And so I legitimately at, you know, at 12 in the morning, 
let out a scream, started stomping my feet, and I got it, which was wonderful. But now I'm sitting on the toilet with a dead cockroach between my legs. Even It's not dead, but yeah. Even more gross. So I literally scared the crap out of myself, got up, left. The next morning I go back to that bathroom and it was gone. Thank God. But I have never been so terrified in my life. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how a tiny little bug scared me crapless. Dude, I, I mean, that pun intended was kind of or... underwhelming. <laughs> I think that is like some Oscar shortworthy type stuff right there. I, I, I want to yeah, see that. This will give Oscars to anyone these days. <laughs> exactly. All right, I can. No, uh, dude, that's. I'll go ahead and go. Uh, I, I, I like. I, I won't lie. Like, I legitimately was so scared after that happened. Like, I had a lot of trouble sleeping that night. <laughs> it's just a singular cockroach. It was just like a swarm it of literally charged at me. I, I don't think that they do that normally. Yeah, they like, do. I think it was charging at you because it's like, yo. Trev, where's my where's my uh, a deal to die for? Oh my! Wow! Wow! <laughs> Marcus, I'm proud of you. See, that's why it's scary. Yeah, uh, the scariest Sam, thing please raise about the bar for has us. been the amount of crap I've put up with from these guys. Jesus Christ! You should be used to it by now. We love uh, you, Trev, but it's not Valentine's Day yet. Anyway, I'll I go. hate all of you. Somebody else go. You you just you've ruined my evening. Um, I mean, I do <laughs> more that. or less than the cockroach. More <laughs> than the cockroach, and that—that's a feat. Okay, Sam, please raise the bar for so, us here. <laughs> when I was, I think I was in high school. My brother was in college, and he didn't tell me he was coming home uh, from college. And so one night I was. Oh, I think I remember this story. No, that <laughs> it's you told us. One. I think you so, told this to us. I was taking a shower. Oh, and no. all of a That's sudden, never a good sign. <laughs> the lights went out throughout the house. Like mom and dad were gone. They were at. I think that they were out to dinner with their with their friends. So I was home by myself. So I was taking a shower. I was getting ready to go to bed, and then all the lights went out in the house, and I couldn't figure out what it was. And then the front door opened. Oh my god! And so what? I was literally naked and afraid, and I couldn't. <laughs> I didn't know what it was because, like, Thank I think you. around that time, like, there was a break, like, a, a an escaped convict running around uh, Sumner County, or yeah, Sumner County, where I'm, where I'm at, and and I was like, oh, oh God! So I got out of the shower and I put a towel around me and I walked upstairs and I had there was nothing in the house to defend myself, like I couldn't find my dad's gun. Because I think Hank hit it on purpose. So, I think I grabbed, like, I think a roll of paper towels to, like, to, to, like throw. And then all of a sudden, Hank jumps out of the hallway and, sells and, or, and yells, Hi, Sam. And I dropped my towel and screamed like a little, little baby girl. <laughs> and I peed just a little bit. And then sprinted back downstairs. <laughs> and he always reminds me of when he did that to me. He did that to me the other day. 
I got out. We were, we were going to get Mexican food here in town. And I got out of the shower and I walked over and I was listening to music. And I opened the closet door and he was in the closet door. He was in the closet. I never heard him come in the house. <laughs> I opened the closet door and he goes, hi, Sam. And I kicked him in the baby maker and ran. <laughs> yes. I love oh it. Oh my god. So there's two bones I, I, wow. I sense a weird uh, <laughs> trend with uh, all these scary stories and, and bathrooms. It's kind of weird. It not kind of no. concerning. Mine does not feature Literally, you're talking about naked and afraid. I was naked, wet, and afraid. I don't... <laughs> I, I, I'm trying really hard to get that image out of my head right now. It's you can't. Not... It's there forever. Anyway. Uh, pain. <laughs> Should be used to it by now. It's so cold. I am at my wins, my wits end tonight. <laughs> yes, I do. It does uh, not involve a bathroom, thankfully. Uh, so, um, bless. junior year, I had to take an electromagnetics course, and the professor who taught the course, he's notoriously like he's pretty difficult, really reasonable dude, but at the same time, his class is incredibly difficult. If you do the homework, you're fine, but the homework takes quite a bit to figure out. Thing is, though, the final exam was going to be a massive part of the grade, and I was afraid that I was going to uh, not do too well. And so, you know, I studied the crap ton, but I thought, you know, I just need to take a break just to clear my head. And so I decided, okay, I'll take about an hour's break. I still got several hours before the exam. I've kind of hit my saturation of studying. I'll be fine. And so I'm playing Destiny for a little bit. This is back when I had poor taste in video games. So anyways, I'm sitting there, and I'm playing Destiny, and I'm thinking, huh, all right, how much time do I have left for the exam? And so I look at my phone and check the calendar. Turns out I was wrong. The exam was in 10 minutes. <laughs> so uh. I get up out of my apartment, grab my backpack, grab my note sheet, sprint out the door, through the snow, straight to the lecture hall. I get down, put my note sheet on the table, get my pencil and calculator, and realize, okay, it last four pages of notes. I only had three. Missing page was back at my dorm. And it's the page with all the new stuff that we hadn't been tested on yet. Oh. And it's optics. I am horrible at optics. And at that point, my heartbeat was reaching, like, new levels. Because if I, if I t- tanked this class, I would be so screwed. And I asked the professor if I could quickly run back and grab the note sheet. But he says, no, you don't have enough time. You just have to wing it. And so I'm sitting there looking over these optics problems that I have no clue how to solve because I don't have the note sheet. And yet somehow, I don't know how far I was able to make this work, but I ended up getting an A on the exam. But Dude, it was that, that five minutes of panic. Hmm. That's the scariest thing I've ever had to deal with because that well, moment, I was pretty sure I was just straight up failed this course. Well, I'm Dude, pretty confident even, like, now that... Chris is not going to be scared by a deal to die for just because there's specifically no electrical exams in there. Well, this is scarier than a cockroach. <laughs> Dude, you, you don't even know, I'm just know, saying. Man. It was you a cockroach, even... Trev. I'm telling you, man, if it was know, a swarm man. of cockroaches, like, that's scary. But, like, a singular cockroach? I mean, is Wally a horror film? Dude, it was midnight. I was sleep-deprived because I had been working hard that day, man. I mean, I guess it's you not know, as bad as the, the nightmare I repeatedly had, where my, where my house just fills up with, like, a flood of just bugs and, like, every creepy crawl you could think of, but, like, well, like that's it was still scary. scary. Like, 
one one cockroach. All right. I'm, All I'm right. beating Whatever. a dead horse here, Whatever. Marcus. Take Marcus. Away. How about you, man? Before I jump onto mine, I'm I want to comment on Chris's story that I had a similar event. But and did we have the same it, emag professor? It was my <laughs> it was my first semester at community college. I was taking pre-calc. But for this class, the professor was like, no, we, we don't use calculators for this class. Mm. I hate people that are like that. And I'm like, how do I graph graphs then? What? Very well, thank you. And then we were only allowed to use a simple four-function calculator. I'm like, oh my god, this is absolutely torture. And then final exam came, right? I had a C in the class, so it was either pass or fail. I looked through the exam. I wrote my name. I laughed. I looked through the exam again. I turned my exam down, gave it back to the professor, and just walked out without answering any of the questions. Oh my goodness. And you know what my grade was for that class? Not an A. An F. Dang. And then I retook the class again with a different professor, and I got it, and I got B plus. Because I was allowed to use a graphing calculator. My God. <laughs> quick tangent to your tangent, and it can kick into your actual scary story. I don't understand the teachers say, "Yeah, you know, when you're in the real world, you won't always have access to a calculator." Oh, hang on, I'm getting a call. Hello, smartphone with a calculator. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Anyways, Marcus, your story. <laughs> okay. Most horrifying story. Let's see here. I have tons, but I'll go with my most recent. Well, what's the scariest then? Come on. That that was the question that, that was the question you posed. I feel like the people that pose Way these questions have have issues answering them themselves. It's, it's kind of funny. It, it's true. It's true. It's funny. This funny one trend. Way too personal. <laughs> so the most recent scariest thing that has happened to me was getting shot by a Lego minifigure. No, I'm joking. <laughs> wow. I'm joking. That's oddly specific um, and totally not related. So it was to when the... I was sleeping, <laughs> and then I like. My bio clock woke up at like 6 a.m., 7 a.m. And I'm like, ugh. And then I'm on my phone. And then I'm like going, scrolling through Facebook videos. And then I find this video about like sleep paralysis, right? And I watched that for 30 seconds. And I'm like, I'm tired again. I'm going back to sleep. Maybe an hour later, I had a dream where I'm in my house. Everywhere is dark. No lights. And then... I walk down to the living room, and then I see this dark shadowy figure. This morning, oh man, by the way. this dark shadowy figure, right? And I'm like, what the heck? This thing grabbed me, like it just jumped on me and like tried squishing me to death. And I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, okay, ten out of ten, this is a dream. And then my body woke up, and I'm like, I knew it was a dream. But then here's the weird part: I could not open my eyes. Or I could not move my body for a solid minute. Well, Marcus is possessed, ladies and gentlemen. We uh, oh pack it up. Goodness. We're going home. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I can't sure move. <laughs> like, I, 10 out of 10, something was behind me. Even when I was awake in that room. So, like, I literally jumped 
over to the other side to see if there was something there. And then there was nothing. And I was like, oh my god, what the heck? <laughs> I've had many yeah. moments like that where it's like, is there something over in the shadows over there? I remember back when back when Five Nights at Freddy's was massive, um, when that was first starting out. I, I kept, for some reason, thinking that, like, one of those animatronics was just hiding in the shadows somewhere. Like, we have a boiler room downstairs. Um, and it's, it's, we usually have the lights off in it, but, like, at night, it is pitch black back there. And many a time, I have been spooked crapless because of me thinking there's something moving over there. But I, it's just my mind playing tricks on me. It's crazy. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to sleep tonight. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm living in a 120-year-old house. This place is definitely haunted. I ain't sleeping tonight. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate that. Of course, the person that used to live here made bread every Sunday, so at least I have that to look forward to. Nice. It smells so good. So I'm imagining, like, Sam wakes up in the middle of the night and there's this ghost, and she's all, Ooh, Give me yeast. Give me yeast. Ooh. Yo, I, w- I would like a ghost lady that gives me like free food. That'd be, what? That'd be awesome. Yeah, that's that's like yeah. a big bonus in a house. She mm-hmm. made. Uh, she yeah, made like, there you go. Like some some whole pretty, pretty big incentive. She yeah, made some so, super like wholesome grandma who just says, "Hey, what's some bread? Yes, please." She made. I could probably uh, die right now. Every make a Sunday film about this. But... every Sunday they she would make bread for everybody in town that wanted it. And when she passed away, everyone's like, aw. But now I'm like, dude, she probably still makes bread every Sunday. Just come over to the house, sit in the living room, and there'll be bread. It just, like, every Sunday, it smells like bread in my house. That's creepy. It's good thing I, good thing I'm, I have really not come over creepy. to visit. But, shoot! That's what I should have done for Fright and Fear. Man. We discussed this before the podcast. So I was thinking I should have entered something. I had no idea. I spent an hour questioning everything. Wholesome grandma ghost makes bread. Like, <laughs> all right, it sounds stupid when I say it out loud. Never. It's mind. just funny because it's like, oh, okay, yeah. I mean, it just it smells like bread. It's weird, but I'm not worried because weird. Weird, she's man. not gonna kill anybody. At least that I know of. Anyway. I'm pretty sure you're just gonna get free bread. I hope so. I think the way that she would kill, be able to kill people, is through obesity. But you know, that's I think that's the biggest fear people would have with that ghost. Yeah, but people I mean, are already dying from obesity that. anyway. So. <laughs> wow, this we live in a society, don't we? All right. What a scary note to end this podcast <laughs> on. End this, please. End this. We just said society. End it, please. I, that's that's what you're supposed to expect from Frame 100. We talk about brick films, we have horrible segues, and we plead Chris to just end it already. Exactly. On that note, thanks for listening to this episode of the Frame 100 podcast. If you have any thoughts on any of the topics we discussed today, minus the one that just killed this episode, please leave a comment or tag us on Twitter with hashtag Frame 100. We'd also like to thank Lots of Toast for the awesome theme music. Please go check out his channel and support his work. If you want to hear more from us, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Until then, stay tuned for our next episode, and keep brick filming!